0: So, without any further ado, let's welcome Brother Gary Sapp. Put your hands together for Pastor Gary. Thank you, buddy. Love you. Thank you, man. Praise the Lord. I want to share with you a subject entitled Divine Favor. Now, there's favor, but then there's divine favor. Favor is mentioned in the Word of God 70 times. Out of that 70 times... It's the word itself, favor, is mentioned. There, the word favor is also introduced another 31 times in the Word of God. It does not say favor, but it indicates favor. Now, the greatest scripture that I read so many times is the story of Joseph. And you can find that story from Genesis chapter 37 all the way to Genesis chapter 49 now i 'm not going to take time to read all of that to you today, but I want you to understand the word favor now there 's not a person in here today that does not like favor if you don 't like favor you're weird i mean you are you 're weird everybody likes favor I like favor if i'm if, if one child matters is going to give a raise, I want that favor I want that raise amen if you if your boss is giving out raises. I don't care what you do. You want favor. Well, let me tell you, favor is yours. And it has been since the day you were born. If you did not have the favor of God on your life, you wouldn't be sitting here today. If you didn't have the favor of God on your life, you wouldn't have a car to drive or a house to live in or food to eat or clothes on your back. It's all about the favor of God. But you see, there are ways to increase and decrease the favor of God in our lives. And I want to share some of those ways with you today. I want to read you some scripture before I do. And you won't have, and I I put them on my phone. I've got them here in my Bible, but I didn't want to take time to turn to every one of them. So I put them on my phone. And I just want to read some of these scriptures to you because everybody always says it. Genesis chapter six, verse eight. Trust me, it's in here. You don't have to turn to it. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Exodus chapter two, verse 25. God saw the sons of Israel and took notice of them with favor. 1 Samuel 2.26 And the boy Samuel was growing in statue and in favor both with the Lord and with men. Now I could read you the other 60-something verses, but I'm not. I want to stop with that one because here's what it said about Samuel. He found favor not just with the Lord, but with men or women either way. You know when the Bible talks about men, it means women, it means everybody here's the thing about favor i love favor i love it from my wife i love it from my kids i, I love it at christmas time i mean i i love getting i used to, to as a kid i would hear this scripture because i grew up in church my dad was a pastor and and my dad's 92 years old and still preaches still drives his own car if you're brave enough to ride with him and uh, the other day, he, he I, I took my car to the shop and, and I took it there to have the upholstery done and, and fixed. And, and he picked me up, was taking me home and he's going down the road to the house and, and, and he sees a bulldozer that wasn't there before. And he stops in the middle of the road. He says, well, look at that. Wonder what they're gonna do with that bulldozer. And people just slamming on brakes behind us. And I'm just thinking any minute, I'm gonna have a whiplash. Or I'm going to the hospital. Uh, and you know they blowing the horn at him and one guy scooted by him and and waved at him I said daddy he ain't waving (laughs) he said well he did like this I said that ain't waving daddy you can't stop in the middle of the road you gotta understand this is a highway my mom's 93 And my mom said not too long ago, I took them to lunch and she said, son, if I don't hurry up and die, all my friends that went to heaven is going to think I went to hell. (laughs) I said, mom, if they know you like I think they know you and I know you, they know you just ain't got there yet. But I love favor. And I used to read that scripture and hear it in church and it would say, it's more blessed to give than receive. I said, baloney, that's not a, that ain't a good scripture right there. But as I grew up, I found out that it was more blessed to give than to receive. It does something inside of you and you'll never be more like God until you do something for somebody that can never repay you these kids that you sponsor today they can never repay you my 10 kids will never repay me i don't even want them to repay me but the thing of it is that's the way god operates god says i will do for you you don't have to repay me except just live your life for me that's all he requests out of us and his favor increases in our life when we do certain things when we read our bible the favor of God increases in our life. And we should read it more than just once a week. Amen? If you've never read through the Bible in an entire year, get you one of those Bible things. Uh, Matter of fact, you can just Google it. There's two things in the world you can't hide from. God and Google. That's the truth. You can move tonight. Google will find you in the morning. If you got a cell phone, Google's going to locate you. And sometimes if you don't even own a cell phone, Google will find you. Just Google it. I used to give people scriptures and quote it to them and tell them where I quit doing that. I tell them, you do your own homework. Google it. You know. But here's the whole thing. The thing is the fact that God's favor will increase when we read the Word of God, when we study the Word of God. God's favor will increase again when you do something good for somebody that you don't expect repayment from. When I give my kids money as old as they are now, I don't expect repayment. And if you, if you are, you might as well forget it. Anything you give your kids, you might think it's a loan. They think it's a gift. So you ain't gonna get no return on that. But it's okay because you know what I tell my kids? You spend in your inheritance, so go right ahead. Just go right ahead. The whole thing of it is, when you come to the house of God and you fellowship with your brothers and sisters in the Lord, the favor of God increases in your life. Every time that, now this is the one that really gets people. Every time you pay your tithe, the favor of God increases in your life now some people have a problem with that tithe thing I don't because here's the deal I love God just says give me 10% you can keep 90 and I'll make your 90 last a whole lot further than you think it's going to last amen so I don't know why people have a problem with this tithing thing I had a guy in Thibodeau just down the road he come up to me his name's Bubba you don't find too many bubbles in South Louisiana. Bubbas are used in North Louisiana. That's where, that's where all us rednecks live. You know, Cajuns live down South Louisiana. And he come to church that Sunday, and I was I was, I was taking an offering for Speed the Light. I was preaching, and after service, he come up to me and said, "I want to talk to you." Well, I knew by tone that voice, he wasn't no tither. You know, I mean, you know, I, and let me tell you about me. I'm not totally sanctified. My sanctification comes day by day. I didn't get it all at salvation. If you got all of yours at salvation, you got a different sanctification than I got. Okay, so he jumped. So I'll usually jump back, but that day I just didn't jump back. He's going to talk to you. I said, Well, sure. What are you going to talk about? I'm going to talk to you about tithing. Why are you preachers all... He said, you know why I don't come to church more than I do? Well, brother, I don't know how often you come to church. I'm the visitor here. You could come one Sunday a month or you don't come once a year. I don't know. Every time I come, you preachers want to talk about money. That's all you want to talk about. I said, well, let me, let me just help you with something. What is your problem with the money thing? I don't like this tithing thing. I said, well, why don't you? So I said, if the church service was over. So I set him down on the very front row. Everybody's back in the foyer, shaking hands, saying their goodbyes, and talking about what they're going to go eat for lunch. And some of your minds have already went there. You know, uh, today, you know, where are you going to go eat? And some of you going, I wish he shut up so we could go eat. Yeah, you know, I am just a little bit. I won't quit. But here's the deal: I set him down. I took my Bible and I showed him I, from Genesis all the way to Revelation, where it talked about giving ten percent to God all the way it's not just an old testament thing i said it's a new testament thing he said really so i talked to him about time and i went through everything and then i said to him i said let me ask you a question bob i said do you like coming to church here well when i come i do i said why don't you come more often well i don't know i said well you need to you need to come more often He said, okay i said but let me ask you something On this tithing thing, what is it you don't really understand? Well, I don't understand what they do with it. I said, well, let me just help you, Bubba. Do you like the air conditioning we had today? It was 100 degrees outside. Oh, yeah, he said, that's nice. I said, do you like it when it's warm in here and it's cold outside? Yeah. I said, if if you get sick, would Pastor Rose come and, 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 and pray for you? Oh, yeah, he'd come. I'd call, he'd come. I said, well, let me ask you this, Bubba. I said, if you needed something. I said, say you didn't have any groceries, would this church come and help you? Oh, he said, I'm sure they would. I said, that's where your tithe goes, Bubba. That's where that 10% goes. I said, so don't ever, I said, let me tell you why God chose. Cause I asked God this and he gave me this answer. And if you don't like the answer, talk to God, okay? I said, God, why did you choose to run the kingdom on on money? Why did you choose to run it on 10%? And then above that in our offerings, God, why did you choose to do that? If you don't tell me, I can't tell people. God said, because money is the hardest thing for my people to let go of when it comes to kingdom business. It's the hardest thing. Now, it ain't hard when I want to go get me a new four-wheeler. I'll finance that sucker if I need to. I'll do whatever I got to do. It ain't hard when I want to buy a new shotgun or a new deer gun. Oh man, it ain't hard at all. It ain't even hard when I want to go buy a pair of new blue jeans. It's got holes all in the right places. I don't have none of those because I wore those when I was a kid and we were poor. I saw a lady the other day had on a pair. I mean, they were holes from her knee down. I thought, poor thing. She must have grew up like me. Then my daughter informed me, Daddy, that's the way she bought them. I said, poor thing. You see, I'm telling you. I don't find it hard when I want to go through something for Gary. I don't even find it hard to go out and eat a meal that costs me $15 or $12 or $10 or whatever it cost. Hello? But don't you dare God ask me to give an extra car payment to the church this year above what I'm already doing. Don't you dare God do that. Let me tell you why God's favor increases divinely. That's when it comes into the divine part. It's when we break forth in our giving. That's when it happens. And can I tell you something? You're looking at freedom right here today because it gives you a freedom that you ain't never known now I know you're going like you know I don't believe that you try it you try it if you don't tithe you try it for 90 days and I'm going to make you a deal if God don't bless you physically mentally financially and every way you can think of you come to this man you get my phone number You call me and you tell me how much tithe you paid in 90 days. I'll verify it with him at the church. I will personally send you a check to cover your 90 days of tithe. You know why I can make that statement? Because God will not let me do that. God says, You will never have to take the place of paying back one of my babies and one of my servants and one of my people when they give. That's my job. And when they give, I'm obligated to them. My word says I'm obligated. And when they pay their tithe and give up their offerings and do things like sponsoring these kids today and blessing somebody in the grocery line or paying somebody forward. Let me tell you, you remember that pay it forward thing? Y'all still do that now? here somebody goes through the line ahead of you and pays for your food behind you you never had that happen i had to happen at popeye's the other day got there and the girl said the car in front of you paid yours i didn't even know who that was and i know they didn't know me they couldn't have known me i wasn't even in my regular car i was in a rental i'm in a rental today no, and I hate it because it's got Texas plates on it, and cops love them out-of-state plates. You know, I, and 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 she bought my Popeyes. It wasn't but five dollars. You know, I, I get that five. I, let me tell you, I go get them five-dollar meals. It wasn't the amount, and I said, "Thank you, Jesus." And the Lord said tell you give me an extra five this week when you go to church and I did now see I would have easily given to Popeyes oh yeah I wanted that chicken but I won't get any blessings from Popeyes so if I give God the $5 extra because he saved me the $5, I'm going to get blessed out of it. He says, I'm going to bless you this way. I'm going to take it and I'm going to shake it. I'm going to press it down. I'm going to make it run over. You're going to get so blessed, it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> D and I, I shared this with Pastor Bo last night as we were eating. I'm going to share this to you in closing. D and I did not plan to do this. It wasn't like we set out in budget. Now, I believe in having budgets. I do. I, I believe in making a budget and live on it. Because it's, it's good. Churches have to have budgets. But I believe in that. But again, you know, I just don't understand why people don't tithe. But I can tell you what old Bubba did that day real quick. Let me go back to it. I said, Bubba, what would you make this week? He said $1,000. Now, this has been a lot of years ago a thousand dollars a lot of money it, it was it is now it was then I said is that your gross or your debt he said oh it's my gross I said good I said you got a checkbook he said yeah he reached in his back pocket and handed it to me I wrote his tie check out hundred dollars I said sign this right here Bubba." he said what are you doing I said I'm writing your tie check out I said you got to start the day Bubba." If you start, we're going to break devil's hold on your money. He said, well, I'm pretty blessed. I said, you're going to be doubly blessed, triple blessed, quadruple, hoop-a-doodle, or whatever you got going to, after you get past quadruple. I don't know what you get past quadruple. I said, you're going to be blessed that much, Bubba. He said, okay. I said, you trust me, don't you? Oh, yeah, I trust you. He signed it. I gave it to Pastor Rose on the way out, and I said, this is Bubba's first tie check. But I said, every week, Bubba will have his tie check here. I said, won't you, Bubba? He said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be here next week, Pastor. I'll bring my tithe check. And you know what? Three years later, I checked with Pastor. Bubba was the biggest giver in their church. Because he knew what truth was. And I didn't jump on him. I just helped him. But D and I didn't plan this. We didn't try to do it. We wasn't going to do it. It just happened. In 2016, I go to get my, to my CPA. She called me and she said, your stuff's ready. And uh, I have a spirit-filled pastor's wife that is my CPA. And she charges me very little to do my bookkeeping for all because I have a, a lot of stuff to take care of. It And she takes care of it and, and charges me very little. And, and she called and said, you indeed need to come sign your your." papers to send you taxes off I said well first of all let me ask you this how much I owe she said well this year you broke even I said you bre- how, how do you break even with the government she said you broke even I said praise God I love it we go down to sign and before we get down there I had called her and I said oh Bonnie I need to ask you one more question how much did we give how much did we give in tithe, offerings, helping others? Because see, Dean and I never planned this. God would say to us, give a hundred. We give it. God say to us, pick up another child. We pick up another child. God say, give a thousand. We gave it. Yeah, life for the lost. Mo knows. I was with him. God told me to give a thousand dollars. I gave it. It just happened. You can't plan things like what I'm fixing to tell you. And Bonnie said, Gary, y'all gave away 50.2% of what you made. And you lived on the 49.9%. I said, you kidding me, Bonnie? She said, no. Well, 2016, we didn't plan it again. We just obeyed God. Give here, give there. And can I tell you something? God don't love me anymore. He loves you. God's not going to bless me and not bless you. Hello. But the blessings come from obedience. That's why the Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. Those blessings come when we're obedient. When God says do this or do that. And that's why all we did. We just did what God said to do. It wasn't like I go God would you know where we're going to get the money if god tells you to do it he's going to give you the money it's going to come 30 days 60 days 90 days or sometimes it's already in your checkbook it's already in your account and with us a lot of it was in our account but then again some of it wasn't and i said god i'm trusting you and I'll just be honest Pastor Mo didn't even know that when I was doing that, that Life Lost Tour with him and God told me to give a $1,000 I wrote it down well, I had to do 100 a month I said God I can't do this all at once God said I didn't ask you to do it all at once I told you to do it in 12 months 100 a month well we gave $1,200 instead of $1,000 because God said just give 100 a month I'll get it to you I just got to get it through you amen and sometimes when I would get it I'm going to be honest with you I'm human as you are You see see these jeans? I put them on just like you put yours on this morning unless you got a new way of doing it. I saw a guy at Super 1 Grocery the other day. We have those up there. Y'all have them down here? We have them up there, Super 1 Grocery. I'm telling you what, I believe he stood them jeans up on the side of the bed, got up on the bed, and jumped into them. I have never seen a pair of jeans that starched in my life. He was walking just like this. He wasn't no old man either. I thought, geez, how much starch can you put in a pair of jeans? You know. 2016, we gave an even 50% away and lived on 50%. Now, I don't know what 2017 is going to be like because I ain't done my taxes yet. I wait and do it. I do mine. She does them. She, I just get everything to her. And about April 10, she calls me. Because I tell her, don't give it to them before you have to, you know. If I got to pay them, I ain't going to give it to them until I have to. Yeah, yeah. I said, they shut down now, so I may not have to give it to them at all. Wouldn't that be a blessing? But I want to just tell you something. We built a house 12 years ago. Almost 13 now, right? 205, we moved in that house. What is this? Yeah. 13. 13 years in october we built this house we financed this house we had the note on this house so we began to pray and we said god we want you to pay our house off we don't know how you're going to do it lord but we ask you to pay our house off we're going to keep giving god we're not going to quit but we want you to pay our house off because i want to retire one day lord and I don't want no house note, God. Because I want to keep doing for you. And then the Lord said to me, what are you going to do with the house note if I pay it off? I said, well, I'm going to put it in my retirement plan, Lord. I told you I'm as human as y'all are. And God said, would you give it to me if I asked for it? Every month? If I pay your house off? I said, yeah, Lord, I would. If you ask me, I'll give it to you. I'll put it wherever you tell me to put it. I'll give it to this, that, help somebody, whatever. The Lord said, that's all I wanted to know. I get a phone call from the person I would have never dreamed, never thought it would happen. I had called ID, so I knew who it was. And he says to me, what you doing? I said, Well, I'm working, and I was. I work out of my house. I have an office in my house. I said, I'm working out of my. I'm working. He said, Well, I just was sitting here in my recliner, and God told me to pay your house off. I went, brother, you heard from God. Now I said that because I didn't want the devil to jump in there and cause no problems brother, you heard from God. I wanted to confirm to him he had heard from God. I called my CPA, told her. She said, tell him to write the check to Chase Bank. Don't write it to you. He wrote the check to Chase Bank, gave it to me. I put the loan number on it, put a note in there, mailed it in. About three, four weeks later, I get a letter from Chase Bank telling me to go down to the courthouse, get a copy of my deed. My house was paid for. Paid for. We rejoiced. Because it was $100,000. A lot of money. Over $100,000. And God said, this month I want you to send the house note to this one, this one, and this one. It was three pastors or their wives that were going through cancer. And couldn't pay their chemo bills. And God said, That's what I want you to do with it this month. You don't know how good that felt. I I can't describe how good that felt. I'm giving money away and I'm happy. I'm excited. I even checked myself and said, Gary, are you an idiot? You're giving money away and you're happy? The Lord said, yeah, but you're not giving it away. You're giving it to me. I'm using you to get it to them because they need it. Then the next month, we did it again. And then the next month, something come up. And then after that, six months goes by. He don't ask me for the house note. Don't ask me for it. So I'll put that in my retirement. But if God asks me tomorrow for the house note, he'll get it. He'll get it. See, when you learn the secret of giving above your tithe, all tithe does is open the windows of heaven. That's all it does. Nothing comes out except there's some favor. But when the, when the, when the, money that god's talking about that he presses down shakes it together and lets it run over that's when you give offerings that's like sponsoring a child that's like making a missions pledge and this is the this is the close of my deal right here because you see and there's a lot more i could tell you about giving but here's the thing this is called a faith promise You know what faith means? In in case you're taking medicine, it's 10 after 12, okay? I just want y'all to know that. I don't want you to miss your medicine. Because I'm I'm closing with this. And if I'd have dismissed you 10 minutes ago, you'd have stood out there and talked 20 minutes. And that's good, that's good. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's called a faith promise. Faith is what? The substance of things hoped for, And the evidence of things not seen. See, that's like when D and I were giving. We were hoping for God to bless, and we knew he would because the evidence has come so many times. And he'll always do it. And you know why some people are... And here's the thing. Uh, Give me your first name. Seth, here's the way it works, Seth. It works just like this. If I could write a check today for $10,000 out of my checkbook I can't but if I could you know cause God would say to me write a check and he'd tell you to write a check for a thousand dollars you're gonna get the same blessing I'm gonna get out of a thousand that I'm getting out of ten thousand cause it's equal sacrifice not equal giving <laughs> see you ain't gotta keep up with nobody just equal sacrifice. And that's all that pastor's asking us to do right here. Cause you see there's missionaries out there that are in Africa, Cambodia, all over the world that without your support, they're not gonna, they, they, they don't, they may not even, I, I've talked to missionaries the other day and uh, one of them didn't even have groceries cause some of the people had not made those commitments and that's all pastors may ask you to do for six months. That's all. Six months. From now, six months from now. Just six months. You, you take this faith promise card. Does anybody have one? Okay, if you don't have one, raise your hand. They're going to bring one to you quickly. One. Okay. They're going to bring one to you, real faith. But all... all All we're asking you and all pastors asking you and all the board of this church is asking you to do is make a faith promise you say I'm going to trust God in the next six months that I can give this amount and I will either do it monthly or I will do it weekly that's what's on here a weekly or a monthly and that's all I'm going to do and you check where it says new you check the little splank where it says new And all I'm asking you to do today is take what I preach to you to heart. That's all I'm asking you to do. Just take it to heart. Well, brother, where's it coming from? That ain't your part. Did you hear me? That ain't your part where it's coming from. When you know in your spirit. Now, let me me help you one one more thing because people always, I have people ask me this all the time. How do I know God spoke to me? How do you know the devil speaks to you? How many has ever had a bad thought besides me and you will admit it? Raise your hand. You've had a bad thought? Okay, the rest of you, you might as well raise your hand because you're lying. Every one of you in here has had bad thoughts. Some of you has had bad thoughts here. You're saying, I wished he would quit. They gonna run out of fried chicken before I get there. Oh, they won't. Popeye's will not run out of fried chicken. But you see, the devil puts a bad thought there. Here's the way I do this. I go, bad thought, devil, good thought, God. Oh, that's, no, that's a bad thought. That's the devil. And I rebuke that bad thought because that's all you have to do. The Bible says you rebuke it, it goes. Matter of fact, if you get a bad thought, the Bible says you think on good things. Good things. You know what I you know what I think on when I now this is this ain't very very spiritual, but when I get a bad thought, I think about eating. I do. I think about Popeyes or, or you know, our or, or grannies. We have a grannies up there at our place, you know. I think about good food. It's funny how that bad thought leaves. It'll leave. Now if it comes back, I just think on another restaurant I like to go to. You know. But I do think on the good things like God and what He does for me and my family and all of those things also. All I'm asking you to do is what God puts in your mind, put it on this paper. You say, God, there ain't no way I can do that. It ain't your job. All you do is take that faith. You take that step of faith and you watch what God does. But don't take God's money that He gives you extra for your six month commitment to our missionaries don't take that and spend it you know at the restaurant don't take it and spend it on a four-wheeler or a shotgun see here's the beauty about God you start giving to God like we're supposed to he might pay your house off you don't know what he'll do you don't have an idea I never dreamed that this man was going to pay my house off it wasn't long after that That I got a brand new car. God told me in January of that year, I'm going to give you a new car. I told my wife, I said, God's going to give me a new car. She said, what are we getting? I said, God didn't say we. God said me. You got a good car. God's given me a new car. And before the end of the year, God gave me a brand new car. $38,000 worth of car and another person paid for it. See, you don't know what God will do. God may pay your house off. He may give you a new car. He He may give you whatever. I don't know. See, that ain't my job. That's his job. And when you make a faith commitment today, it ain't up to you. Where it's coming from, it's up to him. And buddy, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills and the hills with it. He don't just own the cattle. He owns the hill. And he will pay you. He will give you extra and he'll bless you. So I need you to fill this out because you're going to turn it in. Can I pray for you? Can I do that? Father, thank you for these wonderful, wonderful people. Thank you, Lord, for their spirit. Thank you, Lord, because I feel their spirit. And it's so awesome. And I know that spirit comes from the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the most important person on the face of this earth. When you sent him down here to take care of us until Jesus comes back, Lord, we lean on him. He guides us. He protects us. He provides for us. He gives us raises when nobody else gets a raise. He puts money in our checking account when nobody else does. He causes people to give us and causes our houses to be paid off and causes our cars to be fixed and causes our washing machine to last longer, causes our freezer to last longer, causes the roof on the house to last longer because we have been obedient in our giving. Thank you, Lord, for that kind of group today i thank you for their their willingness to say in six months i'm gonna do this every month and i'm gonna trust god to get it to me and if he gets it to me i'm gonna give it and i thank you for that lord now lord i declare upon this congregation those that are here right now i declare a financial outbreak in their lives you said i had that authority and since you gave me that authority i'm going to take my authority and i bind satan and all of his tactics to try to bring things into their existence lord that will cause harm or that will cause problems and will cost money i ask you lord now for a financial breakthrough in every household in this church that are now giving of their tithe and their offerings And I declare it to be so. And I know it will be because you said it would. And you don't lie, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.